Ooh, hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Bags podcast. What was that? Uh, that, was, that was for Shane. That was for Shane on bets. And that was for Josh Hunt in the comments. I got a big ooh out there. <laughs> uh, shout out to Shane Diefenbach. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, my name is Derek Montilla, known as your mayor. Uh, this guy over here is the vice mayor. It's Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Also known as uh, what? What did the vice say of Rawhide call me today? The sweet, sweet child. Oh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's getting ripped on by minor league team accounts, and I'm here for it. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX, and you will get a risk-free bet uh, upon your first deposit up to one thousand dollars. That's the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Jesse Friedman. Quite the win last night the Arizona Diamondbacks had over the Giants. They seem to kind of have their number a bit this season, don't they? I mean, they're four and three against them. Uh, so well, maybe, uh, maybe tap the brakes just a little uh, bit there. Merrill Kelly, however. Merrill Kelly has Merrill their Kelly number. Merrill Kelly absolutely sure. has their number. There's no question about that. He flirted with some some history last night, just briefly, briefly, but he got deep enough in the game where we had to start having that conversation by text message. Yeah. Uh, Merrill Kelly flirted with the uh, perfect game last night, but now I can't help but think about Tori Lavallo saying how relieved he is when they get out of those situations, <laughs> mostly because he can just manage the game like a normal game. But Merrill right. Kelly had an excellent outing last night. You were there for it. Yeah, he was he was incredible. Um, after the game, Merrill said that it was pretty much the best that he's felt all year. Um, he said he had every single pitch working, which for Merrill Kelly is a pretty good arsenal. I mean, he has yeah. a variety of pitches that he can use to get guys out. Um, he threw a few sinkers, Derek. Like he has, he has that sweet arm side run on his sinker where it like kind of tails into right-handed hitters. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was gorgeous. It was, it was incredible. Uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, Merrill Kelly was on his game yesterday. You, and you know what he was doing at one point? I don't know if you caught this, but he was almost doing the Steph Curry shooting a three and turning around and walking away confidently before it landed. He was doing that on yeah. strikeouts. There were times where you would see him turn around. And basically be moving on to his next pitch, his next batter, before it was even in <laughs> the club glove of Carson Kelly, who actually had a fantastic night himself and has been excellent lately as well. But let's take a look at Merrill Kelly's numbers so far in the month of July, because he has just been outstanding. Oh my gosh. These are absurd. Uh, I mean, five starts, 34.1 innings pitch, uh, 1.57 ERA. 0.79 whip, 1.75 opponent batting average. That's just nuts. I mean, this is back to the way he was pitching earlier in the season when we thought it wasn't sustainable, and now yeah. here he is once again pitching that way. Yeah. I mean, if you look at so this is what Merrill Kelly is on pace for for an entire season. You ready? You ready for this? I'm Derek? ready for it. It is. It is pretty crazy. So he's on pace to make 34 starts. He's on pace to go 17 and 9. And of course, he would maintain his 3.04 ERA, his 1.15 whip. He's on pace for 201 in a third innings. There are not that many Whoa. starters in baseball these days who get through 200 innings in a season. Merrill is on pace to do that. Um, and he has a 228 opponent batting average uh, on the season, which of course he would, um, I guess, expect that he would maintain the rest of the year. So, uh, those numbers are insane. If Merrill Kelly is is able to do something like that or even close to that the rest of the way, if he's able to maintain what he's done so far this season, that would be a, that'd be a pretty decent season uh, overall for the D-backs righty. So. I have to say, and I know exactly, once again, you said pump the brakes, and I just still think of Brent Strom doing that to me when he told me to pump the brakes <laughs> on the pitching staff being so good early, and he was right about that, right? But 
let's give credit where credit's due. This team has had two players this week flirting with no hitters, flirting with yeah. perfect games. Just another week of Diamondbacks baseball. Just another you know? week of Diamondbacks <laughs> baseball, right? So, uh, you know, I think the thing about it is that there is a uh, there's something to be said for what is happening with this team. Madison Bumgardner had two of his best outings over the last three seasons in his last two outings, arguably, right? Yeah. I mean, he's had better stuff recently than he's ever had. And you could almost say the same thing about every single member of the pitching staff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Corbin Martin wasn't wasn't great in his one start. He right? wasn't, but, but he still the the numbers would somewhat disagree with that because at the same eh. he didn't go very long, right? No. Obviously. But he walked five, Derek. And he walked he had one strike five. Out. I know, but still, overall, it wasn't a failure. Right. He only gave up one run. Yes. I and, will grant you that. And not only did he only give up one run, but you know, to be honest, based on what they've the way that his season has gone the time off that he had going into that particular start i mean it could have been a disaster so at least even in that situation they were able to manage a a guy who it's questionable if he should have even been out there for that particular start and and get yeah you know some some decent innings out of him yeah i mean like i said yesterday i think corbin martin just has to like learn to trust his stuff a little bit more and and that's definitely easier said than done, right? Um, there's this transition that has to happen between when a guy is in AAA and having success and when they're in the majors. And it's a process. You don't necessarily have any guarantees that the success you had in the minors is going to carry over. And he just looked a little bit uh, not as aggressive as, as you would have liked to see him uh, in that game. But yeah, I mean, the Diamondbacks have gotten three insane starts from their other three starters uh, out of the break. Zach Gallen. Uh, like we just said, no hitter into the sixth inning. Madison Bumgarner, eight innings, two runs against the Washington Nationals. And then yesterday, Merrill Kelly takes a perfect game into the sixth inning and winds up going eight innings. So um, I don't know if they're going to be able to maintain quite this level of uh, <laughs> be a tall order to do this the rest of the way. But my goodness, this uh, this starting rotation has been on fire. And honestly, the offense has been incredible, too. The Diamondbacks have scored 27 runs in four games coming out of the break. So uh, this team has been very fun to watch the last few games there. Michael McDermott said uh, the Giants are not a playoff team, in my opinion. If they make it, they'll get crushed in the in the first round, in the opening round. And I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I agree with that. But then at the same time, did the Nationals end up beating the Dodgers last night? I believe they did. And yes. so which, I have, which by the transitive property means, means that the Diamondbacks are now, vastly superior to the Dodgers. It means we've won the series for the season, obviously. Yeah, it means the D-backs they, have yeah. won the division. Is that's, what that's what it yeah. is. That's what it is. Um, but, of course, we, we, we don't care about the NL West. The only division we care about is the All-City Division, and we will revisit that tomorrow on tomorrow's show, Wednesday, which is a very special edition. We're going to be coming to you from Four Peaks, Brewing Company, uh, their 8th Street Pub in Tempe. So if you have some time, if you want to come join us, we are going to be there live all day, PHNX. We are actually going to be going at our normal time tomorrow. So heads up, uh, we are going to be going at 1 p.m. If you guys want to join us live on YouTube, feel free to do so. Go grab yourself some Four Peaks Brewing Company beer. Join us on the on the live stream on YouTube. If you can be there in person, we will be there. I know it's going to be during the game. So just think of us as your second screen experience to go along with the Arizona Diamondbacks game tomorrow. We will be bringing you uh, updates. We'll be talking about the game as well as all sorts of fun from Four Peaks Brewing Company. If you don't get a chance to make it out there, go out there some point. Their food is excellent. Their beers are excellent. They have a wonderful selection of beers. Uh, and, of course, they are our friends 
at Four Peaks, which we love and adore them. Uh, and speaking of loving and adoring people, we also love and adore our friends at OG's Gummies. These guys over here, they are Arizona's top-selling edible uh, gummy, and you can get them at a dispensary near you. There's a variety of flavors, including the pina colada that we can't stop talking about. There's also a variety of doses and strains for you to choose from. So uh, make it out to OG's and uh, or dispensary near you. Try OG's if you need to find them. Uh, they are at ogsbrands.com online or on Instagram at ogsbrands. That's O G E E Z brands. Uh, and also, we were just talking about uh, the Maya Day Club party that we went to and how I took pictures of my quesadilla that I don't remember taking at all or why I took them. But uh, you can have that kind of fun if you want to join our friends at OG's out at the Maya Day Club on July 30th this weekend. Right. I don't even know what days are anymore. Weeks, days, <laughs> none of it. Your your human time does not apply to me, I don't think, any longer. You're about to go to Disneyland. Oh man. So oh. all that all that really matters to you right now is which day am I going to That's Disneyland. Correct. That's there correct. No, when do I need no to be other... on a plane? And where can I where can are you I flying fly? there? You flying to Disneyland? I am flying to Disneyland. Yes, I'm flying. Wait, because... you're not going to Disney World, you're going to Disneyland. Here's I'm in gonna, Southern California. I'm gonna there. give you a heads up on this. Uh gas is very expensive, Jesse. I'm not it's sure fair. if you've seen that in the newspapers or online, but yeah, it's I've very heard about expensive. it. I've heard about it. Uh also parking your car at Disneyland hotels. Also very expensive. It's fair. So when you take all of those dollar amounts into consideration, I would much rather have some Lyft driver take me from the Long Beach airport to downtown That's Disney fair. where I'm going to spend the next five days uh, spending every dime that I have of my money. Um, Long Beach it's airport it. is definitely a win. It's a win. Escape LAX Escape, with everything that is inside of you. It's closest to two, by the way. By yeah. one mile, it is the closest There's also an Disneyland. Orange County airport. There are there like is. 47 airports in Southern California. Makes no it's sense at pretty all. pretty wild, yeah. And the prices vary to fly to all of them. Again, yes. that makes no sense Yeah, at if all. you're booking a flight to go to Southern California, you have to check all 47 <laughs> airports to try to get the cheapest flight. It's, it's really a great time. He's not wrong. I did that exact <laughs> thing, so he's not making this up. But, uh, of course... Going back to our friends at Four Peaks, by the way, make sure to enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes at gophnx.com uh, because we are giving away a membership, a year membership, a T-shirt, and a $50 gift card to our friends over there at Four Peaks. So again, if you get a chance to do that, check out gophnx.com. Must be 21 or older to enjoy Four Peaks and enjoy responsibly. Same thing with our friends at OGs. Must be 21 or over to enjoy them as well. Uh, of course, one person right now who is really in does not need help from anybody is Carson Kelly. Uh, Carson Kelly has been incredible for the Arizona Diamondbacks yeah. as of late. Uh, he has been one of the best catchers. If what I say one of, he has been the best catcher offensively uh, over the last like 13 games yeah. in which he has a 13 game hitting streak and all sorts of crazy numbers here hitting 379 over the last 17 games. Uh, he's hit safely for 16 and uh, 17 of his last games, uh, seven doubles, five homers and 15 RBI in that span. He also has raised his batting average, Jesse, over 100 points during that span from 115 to 221, which still isn't great. But <laughs> I mean, that's why batting average sucks, right? You get yourself in a hole. And even when you have an incredible yeah. stretch like Kelly has had, you still find yourself at a, with a 221 batting average. Yeah, Carson is he's just been incredible. Um, I thought it was really interesting. We talked to Carson after the game yesterday. Of course, he was the one catching Merrill Kelly. So we were more talking to him for that reason. Um, but we also talked to him about uh, his offense. And um, we asked him just like, what are you know, what have been the keys to this turnaround for you? It was really interesting what he said. Carson talked about how he needed to learn to like, let himself fail. 
which I thought was really interesting. That's that mental hurdle he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, he, he talked over. a lot about how it's been a mental battle for him this season and in past seasons when he's been in ruts like this. And he gets to a place where, you know, if, if the numbers don't look good, if he's, you know, if he's not on offensively, it's been really hard for him to turn the page and kind of allow him to go through that and then allow himself to, to work his way out of that eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just gotten inside of his own head, sort of, and, and made it harder on himself than it really had to be. Um, but that has not been the case over the last 13 games, Derek. I mean, he has been, uh, he has been the best hitting catcher in baseball um, in that span. Really, over the last month, I think he's been the best catcher uh, base in baseball, at least offensively. So um, this Diamondbacks lineup has so much more length when Carson Kelly is hitting the way that he is right now. I think it'll be interesting to see if he's able to do it against righties as well. Sure. Um, he has he has been uh, much better against righties so far, but that's kind of always been the question with Carson is, you know, is he really just a, a platoon guy that you love having in there against lefties? You want him to bat lead off against lefties, but you don't really want him in there against righties. That's going to be the, the next step for him is trying to make those numbers a little bit more balanced. I think Mark uh, Grace said it last night on the on the broadcast that he – was curious as to why they were leaving Carson Kelly in uh, for his, you know, his, I think it was the two run double that he hit or what, you know, one one of the hits. Yeah. And and again, like you said, it's because the expectation there is for them to like pull him in those big situations because of his inability to hit uh, in against righties. Right. So like, that's something that, um, yeah, you know, of course he has been able to do. He's also been very good behind the plate. Right. Like he has caught some of these games that we've talked about that the that these pitchers have been incredibly good in. So he he has been calling some great games. He talked about his connection, even with Mad Bum. You know, he talked about uh like Mad Bum can be a bit stubborn at times. Even Bumgardner himself discussed like the old grumpy guy. Well, he wanted to (laughs) he he even said like he's very self aware though, for like I don't really typically find old grumpy guys to be very self aware. Yeah, who know that they are old grumpy guys. He is fully he fully embraces it, even though he's younger than me, which really hurts me in parts of my soul and heart that i can't even express if he's but. an old grumpy guy then what are you what are you Derek? Oh, i don't know Derek, Derek is young at heart there we go so there we go it, it, it's hey, not about the number it's about that's right the, the, it's about how soul. it's how you feel yeah. shout right? out to uh it's shout out to michael being. mcdermott who's here in the comments who said today on twitter that you're 35 hey that's what he shut estimated. up they don't, so. you don't need to correct him yeah. <laughs> i love you michael um <laughs> michael has an outstanding avatar by yeah, the way he like really the does. look at that that's a that is a that is a quality avatar. It really, it really well done. stands well done, out Michael. well too against the white background. It's stark. It, it really, really does. it makes me feel like he's really saying the things that he's saying there, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, Carson Kelly hitting one eighty one, two thirty nine, three thirteen against right-handed pitching this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. But he has been uh, he he has been much better uh, this season or uh, this portion of the season at least. And you know, again, you wrote about this on gophnx.com, but he is such an X factor for this team's success. Yeah. You know, at times they seem to always have <laughs> different guys. Uh, and uh, Bumgarner has been old and grumpy <laughs> since he was just as for sure. Uh, but like, you know, he, he finds he, he's, I, I don't know, man, he's, he's been incredible. His connection with the pitchers and everything has been really good. And mm-hmm. I, I just think Carson Kelly is such a big piece of this team's success. Uh, what I was saying is they have, Guys that, you know, can have a good game here and there, but it seems at times like they can't have that consistency across the board. And with Carson Kelly 
now contributing so consistently, we're seeing this team have a considerable considerable amount of uh, success in the second half so far. I know yeah. it's a small sample size, but they've outscored their opponents 27 to 7 so far in the second half of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's been great. You, you all you all should come out to Chase Field right now right. because the Diamondbacks are just like trouncing their opponent day after day, it feels like. It's, with it's, the sort of exception of Sunday. That one was that one was a little bit frustrating with the 4-3 loss. That but was, it was still a, a, a fun game, and again, they were still in it. So, I mean, again... They were still very much in it, and they there, probably not, should have won the game. They, were, they had the lead almost the entire way through. Exactly. So, it was still a bearable game to watch. But, yeah, Carson is... I think it's funny. Carson is kind of... He's let people get, like, this close to being ready to just give up on him, you know? Because yeah. at times... Like you mentioned, his batting average went from 115 to 221. Yep. Like Carson Kelly was batting 115 not that long ago. Yep. And if you were among the people being like, I don't know if we want Carson Kelly like long term as a catcher in this organization. He's a good defender. He's not an elite defender. And so part of his value is going to come from his offense. And if that offense isn't there, it's going to make it really hard for Carson to stick in the big leagues for very long. Um, so yeah, I mean, he let people get pretty close to getting to that point where sure. I think, you know, some people are ready to move on from him, but he's really, uh, turned things around and now he looks like, uh, his old self. And, and we've seen Carson Kelly at times in his career look like an outstanding offensive player. I think back to 2019 in his first full season with the Diamondbacks, the guy had a 900 OPS like into August. I mean, he was one of the best hitters in baseball, not just among catchers for a good portion of the season. So hopefully he can find a way to maintain it. That's one thing that uh, we haven't necessarily seen. It's been a little bit off and on for him so far in his D-backs career. So hopefully he's able to be consistent here. Well, another thing you wrote about on gophnx.com is five storylines for the Diamondbacks second half. And one of those storylines was if the Diamondbacks will get out of the cellar and the NL West, which yeah. we've been talking about, is now our, it's our particular goal is to beat the Rockies. Beat Patrick Lyons and the Rockies, and that's all. That's all we want. In <laughs> beat life, the Rockies, right? but mostly beat Patrick. Mostly Lyons. beat Patrick that's, Lyons. That's the goal. We yes. need to. <laughs> we need to not be in the basement of both the NL West and the All City Division. So that's important. But I mean, the All City Division, you're not really worried about because the Cubs are in there. I mean, oh, let's be real. Jesse, here. Jesse, Jesse. Okay, well, <laughs> we got to see if we can catch those White Sox is really what we got to worry about. But, of course, you can sign up for a membership if you haven't done so already over at gophnx.com. Get an annual membership. You can get a free T-shirt from the phnxlocker.com. Get a month-to-month membership. You'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of which membership you choose, you'll get yourself uh, members-only access to our Discord, which is always a pop-in place to be, as well as members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, and, of course, you'll get all of that quality content from this guy over here that has been riding his butt off over on the website. So uh, make sure to check that out. Also, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, leave us a, uh, a like, thumbs up, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live here at lunch, whenever the other shows go live. That way you don't miss any of the quality content from the PHNX Network. Also, uh, if you're wa- listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. If you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review uh, we appreciate you as always for doing so we appreciate you guys also getting us to 4,000 followers on twitter so make sure to look out this week we're going to be having a uh, tweet go out where you retweet it and we're going to pick a winner from one of the people that retweets that tweet it's that simple 
We're not even going to make you tag people in it or nothing. We're not making just, them tag people. I'm not tagging people. Make them no. work for it. Come on, Derek. We already, we already made them work for it. We got them 4,000, right? We're retweeting Yeah, we'll it. make them you gotta work for it again, You got to follow right? us, obviously. You got to retweet it. Um, but no, I'm not. No, no. See, look at this guy. He's like this to me on the in <laughs> on the, when we talk on the text messages. He's awful. He's really just, he puts me to the grindstone when it comes to the show. It's hard. Uh, but of course... We're not we're not going to make you guys work that hard, of course, but we appreciate the support as always. Um, and of course, we hope uh, we wish you good luck on winning that shirt. Another part of Jesse's five uh, storylines for the second half is kind of the trade deadline and uh, the logjam that the Diamondbacks have at, at the outfield right now. There is yeah. a lot of good players right now that the Diamondbacks not only have on the roster, but also in the minor league system. One thing that Mike Hazen was trying not to do was create this kind of situation that could potentially block the superstars of the future going forward. So yeah. with the trade deadline looming, it seems like this series against the San Francisco Giants may just be David Peralta's last series at home for this team potentially. That's true. Because this is this is it for them until the trade deadline on what August 2nd is the trade August deadline. August 2nd it's a week from today. I'm, I'm hiding at Disneyland for the trade deadline. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we're going to have the best trade de deadline coverage yeah. that you'll find anywhere. That's right. And Derek will have absolutely so nothing, to, have do with nothing it. to do with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I tweeted out yesterday from my personal account, a list of all of the outfielders that I think have a pretty good case uh, for commanding playing time uh, the rest of the way for the Diamondbacks. And Derek, there are nine of them. Nine. Um, there are a lot of them. There so, are a lot. So it's Jake McCarthy, Alec Thomas, Dalton Varsho, David Peralta, who granted likely to get traded, right? Uh, Dominic Fletcher from AAA, Corbin Carroll from AAA, Stone Garrett from AAA. All those guys have pretty good cases to get called up. Um, Cooper Hummel's also down in AAA. Definitely could see him back at the big league level later on in the season. And then Paven Smith, who of course is injured right now, um, had just been sent down prior to that. Uh, he obviously is a candidate to get a call up once he returns from that injury as well. There's nine of them. Uh, and the Diamondbacks somehow have to find a way to get playing time for theoretically all nine of these guys. Uh, maybe it's eight if you move Peralta. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you don't bring up Cooper Hummel. Maybe Paven Smith's uh, recovery doesn't go quite as well as as hoped or things stall there. Um, but theoretically, it really could be quite a logjam down the stretch. And that's why it feels really likely that this is going to be David Peralta's last home series with the Diamondbacks because... At this point, even though, you know, he's a good player and, and he's, you know, it's a veteran presence and you love having him in the clubhouse, he's kind of blocking the way for a lot of these young Diamondbacks outfielders that the organization really needs to see every day. And at this point, without a new deal, it doesn't seem really like he's part of their future plans. No, right? no. They're already so left-handed with McCarthy and Alec Thomas and Dalton Varsho. Um, and Corbin Carroll on, on his way up. It just doesn't make sense for them to bring back a left-handed hitting outfielder at this it's point. It's kind of like Cole Calhoun. Like, Cole Calhoun was really good for this yeah, team. He had right. some injuries that prevented him from really reaching his full potential. It he was been. crazy in 2020. Yeah. Cole Calhoun was like, he was like borderline MVP candidate I almost know. in 2020. I mean, Maybe was, not quite that level. He right, was good, but at times, at times. You he had like 15 home runs or something ridiculous in a 60-game season. So yeah. it, was, it was really impressive. It was really good, but again, it wasn't really... About it wasn't about anything more than who they have already in their system coming up, finding a place for those guys, and what Calhoun was demanding as far as salary was going. Right? Yeah. David Peralta, to be fair, could be getting much more from another team than he would get from the Diamondbacks. So it's probably best for both the organization and for him 
uh, to go yeah. elsewhere potentially. Right? I just don't think the Diamondbacks will really be will really show a whole lot of interest, even though they love him as a player, they love him as a person. You know, I mean, he's he's meant a lot to this franchise he during really his time has. here. He really has. I, think he I love David Peralta. I really do. He's, oh yeah, he's a joy to talk to. He's great in the clubhouse, and I mean, honestly, at times he's really shown uh flashes of being just a tremendously good player yeah it's just about yeah. consistency right but you know for somebody that converted so late in his career over to being an outfielder from being a pitcher he has been he has quite the story and i mean yeah he continues to probably outkick his coverage as far as you know his potential is concerned i think that's the reason why for him this would be an important time to maybe get that value from another team that values him more than the Diamondbacks, right? Yeah. The Diamondbacks aren't probably going to receive much in trade value back for him anyway with his contract expiring at the end of the season. So it's that. But thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, for my – oh, oh, I'm leaving little beer marks on the table, so I got to put my beer in a koozie. <laughs> I apologize. Do you want to throw me a, a coaster too while you're at it? Okay. Saul thank just you, comes in and causes Just comes problems, in and causes you know? chaos. It's chaos. <laughs> Which is exactly what we could see. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, I know. Really, it really is. His his job. He's his job is thankless around here. All he does is support us and treat us well and give us this amazing environment to work in. And all we talk about is how much he hassles us. So I love you, Saul. He doesn't want to hear that either. He probably hates that. Anyway, uh, back to Jake McCarthy. That's somebody who Jesse very much feels deserves to play every day at this point. Hey, all right. <laughs> there we go. That's for the other one. Oh, my gosh. Let's go. Um, You asked, okay. Jake Salt. McCarthy. Jake I know. McCarthy. That's okay. what he does. He right. throws you off. That's yeah, what, yeah. You know? This is a test. This is a test this from is Saul. A, it's a test I feel I passed. I feel you failed. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, wouldn't be the first time, right? Uh, <laughs> you failed the VHS tape yeah. test yesterday. Oh, I failed a lot in the uh, last yeah. two days, Derek. Oh, it's for been sure. rough. Um, Jake McCarthy. Uh, Yeah. He is a lot better than I think a lot of people realize. Um, and I have to hat tip our friend Jack Summers on this. I um, I sat next to Jack in the press box yesterday and absolutely talked his ear off basically Jack's the, the entire time. I love Jack But so he kind of talked mine off too, so I feel like it was sort of mutual. It's equal. Yeah, it, um, it does go back and forth. Yeah, it definitely went back and forth. He's just this incredible source of information. I can't even begin. Like, we've had him on here. If you get a chance, go back and look at our uh, – check out our episode with Jack, uh, the Shoe Wizard episode. But – uh, he's just an, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this baseball team. He's yeah. been a part of the organization. Yeah, he, he worked in the now. Diamondbacks front yeah. office um, back in 2009, 2010, around those years. So um, he is a wealth of knowledge. But anyway, I was talking with Jack about Jake McCarthy yesterday, and he pointed out that Jake McCarthy really could be um, like an everyday guy, like a, vi- like a valuable yeah. outfielder that you play every day. I mean, there aren't a lot of what a lot of people have said about McCarthy is that he's a fourth outfielder, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's a you know good guy to have around, like he'll give you some value, but he's, he's not an hand. everyday guy. Yeah, he's not an everyday guy. But how sure. many how many fourth outfielders do you know who have elite speed, and I mean elite like top ten in baseball sort of speed, uh, plays a really good defense, including center field. He can play center field, and also at least as of right now, has like an average, slightly above average bat. Yeah, like. That's a lot of tools for a fourth outfielder, yeah. right? Um, if also, you look at ninety-nine dog in him rating. Oh, absolutely! Dog yeah, the, the dog in him the, is off is the off the charts. Um, people keep posting that uh, 
you know, like the X-ray that has. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit tired of that, to be honest. No, but. I love it. Don't listen to this guy. That's a great meme. <laughs> um, but no, uh, McCarthy absolutely. The dog in him is off the charts, yeah. and uh, I think he could be an outstanding player. And unfortunately, that's kind of a problem for the Diamondbacks because they have too many outfielders as it is. Um, and McCarthy being ever even better than people thought he was would probably only complicate things further. But um, he's a guy that I think you just have to commit to playing every day the rest of the way, at least mostly every day the rest of the way. You just can't sit a guy like that when at least the kind of numbers that he's put up so far in a small sample size. You're talking about like a three or four win player over the course of a season, which is not very easy to find in no. this game. So I think the team really has to commit to, to using him every day. And, uh, you know, the thing about it right now is the Diamondbacks really aren't in the position yet where that log jam is created, but it's, yeah. it's close. Right it's, now it's fine. Right. Things are fine right and, now. And I think yeah. that's it, is once they get themselves into that position, then there's the possibility of making some trades, maybe addressing some other positional needs that they have. So not necessarily a terrible thing to have a bunch of talented young outfielders that could be desirable by other teams, but you have to make sure that the guys of the future are ready you know, because otherwise, yeah. if you do trade Peralta, you are missing Paven Smith. You know, Cooper Hummel might not be a guy that they want to call up right now. You might find yourself short on outfielders or depth pretty quickly, you know, just yeah. for the time being, at least until you are ready to call up Stone Garrett right. and Corbin Carroll and those guys. But right. <laughs> of course, uh, I'm not going to slide on the VHS comment. Let's uh, let's oh, take a look because, <laughs> by the way, Jesse didn't know yesterday, if you watch yesterday's show, that. VHS tapes. I did not think this was that egregious. He did not. Like when this happened, I did not think this was that big of a moment on the show. And the Diamondbacks' entire minor league system made me think otherwise, apparently. VCRs could record live television, and Jesse didn't know that. Like you could record it on VHS tapes. So uh, the Vasily Rawhide went ahead and uh, nailed him on this one. Uh, This was a hilarious moment to watch while I was waiting for my song on LimeWire to finish downloading. Still have two hours to go. Uh, That's a deep cut. (laughs) <laughs> I like that cut. That's I reminded them that the uh, MP4 that they're downloading of the Matrix isn't actually the Matrix. They're going to be pretty da- disappointed when that finally hits because it's going to take like three days to download. But uh, these are things. These are problems that I experienced. The most of this guy didn't mostly, but. Uh, good on the rawhide. We love you guys. Thank you for roasting him. Well, we and you, and you didn't mention that that when we posted the the clip of me saying all of these things, the rawhide initially responded by just saying "ugh," yeah. and then uh, they were just disgusted with you. Yeah, they were yeah. just they were just disgusted. As was I. As was I. So I was I was feeling the same way. And and we also uh, have have uh, seen on Twitter. I just saw on Twitter a few minutes ago that unfortunately, Derek, I don't know if you saw this, but the Amarillo Seatogs apparently also want in in the fray. Um, they say, how can we did get in? Did you call in? them the Sea Dogs? On, oh my gosh, I did. What in the fuck <laughs> Well, now they're really going to want to roast me. This is very bad. This is very, very bad. Oh no. Oh no. They're <laughs> in on it too. Oh no. I'm telling them what you said. They're probably watching this right now. Yeah, this is very bad. Mm. I know you're the sod poodles, Amarillo. Yeah, I I don't know if he does or not, but shout out to Hodgetown (laughs) for being one of the best minor league parks in all of baseball. I don't know if they won that uh, award yet, but I hope they did. Um, But speaking of minor league baseball, did you know, Jesse, that the Baltimore Orioles drafted a player from the Savannah Bananas? 
there were a lot of teams that drafted players from the Savannah. I Bananas. know, the like Savannah Bananas. They are no like, joke. Could like you imagine draft picks? Could you imagine if Harlem Globetrotters players were draft eligible by the NBA? That would have been incredible. That would be pretty crazy. Uh, but yes, the Baltimore Orioles drafted the seven foot tall Jared Beck uh, from St. Leo University in Florida, and also from the Savannah Bananas. He is as tagged by the Savannah Bananas the world's tallest pitcher. Now. If you don't know Pretty this, wild. the Savannah Bananas decided to outdo old Jared by having another pitcher come out on stilts, thus claiming him to now be the world's tallest pitcher. And that man actually pitches an inning while on stilts. It's one of the most impressive things ever. Yes. But, uh, if he does make it to the majors, he will be the tallest player in MLB history, Jesse. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Hasn't, yeah. hasn't beat. 610 610 yeah yep. so he would be beat out Randy Johnson Randy Johnson is right there uh, apparently there are two players in the league this year that are 611 and they beat out Randy Johnson for tallest player but uh old uh crazy. Jared Beck there would be the tallest player uh and I don't know but I'm uh, if I could I'd bet on him on the DraftKings sportsbook to make it to the majors just just for you know, it's the Baltimore Orioles, right? They don't have a lot going on. Right. Like, that's an attraction. In, in the pro wrestling world, we would call him a draw, is what we would call him. Mm. People would pay money to just come see him pitch, right? Or Yeah, choke I slam mean, people. if he's seven feet tall, that makes, it makes sense. That's so, right. Um, all right, you want to hear a pretty wild story that I'm, like, just now putting together? Let's hear it. So, um, in 2019, I did uh, an internship for the Springfield Sliders, their summer collegiate team in the Prospect League. Okay. And you know who pitched for the Springfield Sliders when I was broadcasting games for them when I was doing play by play? Jared Beck. Jared Beck. <laughs> Jared Beck absolutely pitched in games that I that I called. When you said his name, I was like, "That hmm, sounds familiar." That sounds a little familiar. And sure enough, I just looked it up, and it is the That's same incredible. guy. He pitched with the Springfield Sliders back in 2019. Was with the Savannah Bananas this last year. Um, and congrats to him taking yeah, in the 13th round in the MLB draft. That's it's awesome cool. for him. Uh, also, also awesome for the Savannah Bananas because as a, as much fun as they are and as enjoyable as they are, yeah. obviously they're giving solid players not only an opportunity to like play yeah. some fun baseball, right, but to also put themselves on display a bit with such a kind of high profile team. Yeah, I mean they're in the Coastal Plains League, which is one of the one of the more formidable uh, summer collegiate leagues out there. So the you Savannah know. Bananas, yeah. Like, but do they really dick around like this in baseball games or actual <laughs> yeah. baseball games? They really have Aaron Burns as their manager yeah, in a no. real baseball It league? is, honestly, it, wow, is pretty, incredible. it is pretty wild. They're, like, in a pretty legit league. They're, I mean, I thought I don't, they just faced off against, like, the Washington Generals of baseball. They, this might be made up, but don't they play in, like, two different leagues at times, like, depending on the time of the well, year? Well, I know they play, like, exhibition games that yeah. they kind of advertise on their website, yeah. right? So it's, like, those are different That's from the, the league. That's the ball rules and stuff like that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah, when it. they when they add their own like the banana ball rules and all that stuff, that's I mean those are not real coast okay. league games. Well, that's why that's why I was like that's all you see from the Savannah bananas is that kind of stuff. So I'm like, they're pulling that shit in a real league. That's incredible. That makes it even better. Oh man, yeah. they are they are a legendary organization. I don't know if they could I don't know if they could get away with that stuff like in Cape Cod or something <laughs> like like at the very top ranks of of summer collegiate sure. ball. I don't know if they could pull that off there. Uh, even the Northwoods League, that's probably like the next tier down <laughs> from uh, from Cape Cod. It's but a coastal, bit competitive in those. <laughs> yeah, but coastal coastal plains is up there too. And I mean, yeah, there's a sure. reason the bananas had. I don't know the exact number, but I think it was like seven or eight guys taken in the MLB draft. Um, not super high in the draft, but uh, guys like Jared Beck taking around the 13th round or the 10th round or something like that. So 
um, yeah, it's cool to cool to see some of these guys uh, in the big leagues. Hopefully someday. Hopefully yeah, we'll sure. get to see that for sure. And uh, Eric Burns, you stay there as the manager of the Savannah Bananas because we need you there uh, as that manager. <laughs> uh, of course, I brought up DraftKings Sportsbook uh, for new customers. Make sure you go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and make your first deposit. You'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Again, guys, uh, sometimes you you got you download the DraftKings Sportsbook. You can keep an eye on their promotions. They're just giving away free money at times. This weekend, they gave away a promotion where up to a $25 bet you could get uh, in on the action for the Dodgers getting a hit, a single hit in a baseball game. I will take that action every single day of the week, even if it's just a maximum bet, bet of $25. So uh, keep your eyes out on the promotions and make sure to opt in on those before you Jump in and bet. There's all sorts of great stuff on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, and also, you guys, we got our new sponsor that we've been talking about all week long. I know you guys miss bobbleheads. And uh, these guys take bobbleheads to the next level. Go check out our friends at FOCO. They got you covered with the best Arizona sports merchandise. They have officially licensed gear for men, women, kids, dogs, your house, everything. They also have bobbleheads, swimsuits, Crocs, the whole bit, the whole nine. Uh, head over to foco.com or click the link below in our description uh, for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. But more importantly, over at foco.com, they have an incredible, I, I can't get over how good their bobbleheads are, especially the limited edition ones that they have right now. Uh, they are numbered and they are from the all-star game in Los Angeles. Uh, they're just beautiful. I don't know. I really dug the jerseys. I loved everything about this year's all-star game, Jesse. It was damn near perfect to me. I, I, yeah. I, I will. I'm yeah, I'm still Darren Ravel ruined it with his bitching about the home run derby just a little bit because I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> but, uh, all of the bobbleheads are featured in their like cool, uh, gold and gray or golden white jerseys. Oh, and everything so they have, like that. they have the all-star game. They have all-star uniforms? game bobbleheads. They have everything. They have uh, they have special. I knew they had City Connect. You didn't say yesterday. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding out on you. I got, wow. I got, I got a lot of stuff to do here when it comes to, um, what, what did I, uh, what is it? It's only Tuesday. Is it? Uh, are we waiting to get paid? What are we talking about? Because these bobbleheads, <laughs> of course, I know. You know, you got to get down on them, of course. But uh, some of them are very limited edition. And uh, again, uh, they had the Serpientis one from last year. Those are all sold out. But they do have some new ones. Uh, for the City Connect on there as well, so check it out. I just I love bobbleheads, Jesse. I don't have any more space in my he- house for any more. <laughs> in your head, in my head, in my <laughs> house. So I don't have any anywhere, you know. But of course, uh, if I if I did, I'd be picking up some of these because they're pretty incredible for sure. Uh, and I'd use our code of PHNX uh, to get that ten percent off. You guys. If you were around yesterday, heard that Jesse obviously has never watched a movie uh, in his life. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff he doesn't know. Um, but I came up with Jesse's first movie assignment. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm, I'm picking a theme. I'm picking four movies that I think Jesse hasn't seen. We're going to verify with him now if he has or hasn't seen any of these. Oh, and, that and will, if that he will hasn't, be no problem. <laughs> if he hasn't, we're going to throw them on Twitter for you guys to vote on. And then Jesse has to watch this movie and uh, bring us a book report back on it. So a book report. Yeah, that's what we're doing. I want I want an outline. I want an opening thesis statement. I want descriptions. You're giving of the me homework like protagonist, Kyler protagonist. You have four hours of independent study each week, and this is one of the hours. Uh, so let's take a look at Jesse's movie assignment this week. I went with nerds winning. 
uh, because and that has nothing to do with Jesse at all. That's not at all an attack on him as a person, who he is, what movies he's watched, how smart he is, or what he knows about VCRs. But the four movies I've chosen are Weird Science, Revenge of the Nerds, Real Genius and The Breakfast Club. Jesse, are they all 80s? These are really? all 80s. Oh my god. I had to take a swing. Well, here's the thing. These are all excellent 80s movies. These are not bad movies. There's some questionable judgment in a few of them. <laughs> right? Some of them you're going to come back and say, "What how is this okay?" And that that's delightful to me because these are some incredible movies. Um but of course, we're going to throw these on Twitter. Uh what did Josh Hunt say? He said only that. That okay? That's not fair because I've only seen one of these, and all of these are from wherever. Are you shitting me? Wow. You too, Josh Hunt. Et tu, Brute? I thought I thought I could trust you. I mean, Obviously, we're, I can't. We're a little bit younger. I've only than you seen are Breakfast there. Club of those four. I hate all of you right now. <laughs> but that's fair, fine. And not to make you feel old. Let's hear. But it. that was a whole. Or 13 years before I was born. Oh, that those came out. 85? Yeah. Well, 13 years before I was born. So. Just... It's okay. It's okay, Derek. <sighs> Michael McDermott says you're only 35. Uh, I'm still even now. <laughs> on this show. I hate this show. I hate all these young people. It's goddamn worse. I swear to God. Okay. That's fine, though. I purposely picked... Um, I purposely picked movies I knew Jesse wouldn't have watched, so that's what we're going with. <laughs> you didn't have to oh, go quite that obscure in I order to find something. They are not obscure. <laughs> they are not. These are not obscure movies. I will say, two of them I had never heard of. Breakfast Club, obviously, I've seen. Revenge of the Nerds, I've heard of. The other two, I had never heard of. You had never heard of Weird Science? Are you shitting me? I not. What is happening? I know these. I, okay, I know uh, the idea of creating a woman in your college dorm room is probably not the best look in 2022. <laughs> I get it. Um, I don't uh, care. I don't back care. Back in the 80s, back in the was, 80s, was everything just was acceptable every day. Uh, you know. It's a moral imperative. Thank you, Lone Toad Capone, for seeing real real genius is by far the best movie out of those four. But I'm not trying to influence you in any way. So we're gonna throw those up on Twitter. Make sure to check those out. Um, you're all making me feel old. I'm disgusted <laughs> with this whole thing. I just want to wrap it up now. But uh, we thank you guys for joining us. And, of course, we thank you for participating. Let's get this guy to watch some movies. And uh, we're doing baseball movies after this. So this is going to this is just going to escalate from here. But uh, did I really call them the Amarillo Sea Dogs. You really did. <laughs> and I'm going to fucking tell them on Twitter. Don't think I'm not. Um, that is incredible. Uh, I mean, there's the Portland Sea Dogs, right? Like yeah. that is an actual minor is it the Portland team. Pickles. Um, the Portland Pickles or Portland Oregon. It's the Portland um, Sea Dogs. The, the Portland AA, Sea Dogs. I think are affiliated the Red Sox. Yeah, uh, Portland, Maine. Okay. Yeah, it's All the right. Sea Dogs. All right. I don't know how. Yeah, you botched that. I yeah, wow. You screwed that yeah, up. Yeah, this, this is a big blunder. Uh, well, you can follow all of our minor league teams on Twitter as they roast Jesse. Of course, you can follow us <laughs> as well. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore Dbacks. But of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook uh, make sure to visit all of our sponsors check out our show tomorrow join us if you can over at the four peaks uh 8th street pub in tempe we're excited to see you guys and to be broadcasting from out there uh remember we're going to be going at our normal time instead of our post series show time so tune in at one o'clock we'll be there uh we thank you guys again so much for your yeah, time kind of like a like a watch along sort of uh the game we're going for you can watch us you know you know 
I'm not going to make you choose which commentary is better, but I think we all can agree. We didn't try to cost Merrill Kelly his perfect game yesterday. <laughs> Eight, nine, 12 times. So maybe you join us. So, uh, But again, we thank you guys so much for your time. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we always appreciate you being here, uh, being in the comments. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you just shut up about the perfect game while it's going on, for Christ's sakes.